It's been a couple of months since I recorded an episode and quite a lot's happened since then. I've actually done such a bad job at launching this podcast, I've not uploaded an episode since the competitive season began. So just to pull back the curtain a little bit, doing a solo podcast isn't the easiest thing in the world. Unlike the Superbine podcast where the work was done by people smarter than me, I now do the research, record it, edit it, upload it, write it, promote everything myself, so it's never going to be entirely straightforward. But I've always loved talking about buying, so that's just what I'm going to keep doing. The other part of doing a podcast is finding the best topic to talk about. And so far for buying, the results have been okay. Harry Kane and Leroy Sane are two of the most informed forwards in Europe right now. Sane already equaled his best Bundesliga goalscoring record by the end of October. Kim Min Jae looks to be improving every single game. And now Manuel Neuer is back from his almost year-long injury and against Darmstadt and Dortmund showed that he still very much has it. But there are definitely negatives though. Out of the cup in the second round again, this time to a team in the third division. Constant injury and squad depth issues. If ever there was a time to talk about Bayern, it's now. There are still bright spots, but many more areas where Bayern need to do better. And one area in particular comes to mind. So for the first time in a good few months, welcome to the Roundoiter podcast. My name's Tim Richards, and I want to talk to you about Josua Kimmich. When I think of Josu Kimmich, I see a player who should, by all accounts, be comfortably in the discussion for being the best midfielder in the world. While other players may score more, assist more, have better passing ranges, better defensive stats, he has a roundness to his profile that edges him ahead of some of his competitors. His world-class abilities as a right-back is what he has over someone like Kevin De Bruyne. His creativity in the attacking phases puts him ahead of Tony Crows. His career achievements and the role he had in those teams put him ahead of newcomers like Jude Bellingham. In 2015, Kimmich was the first to announce to the Bayern world that Bastian Schweinsteiger was leaving the club. Although it was an accident, this sort of thing probably wouldn't have endeared him to the fans. Very quickly though, it became obvious that Bayern's talismanic midfielder would not leave as significant a hole as expected, as Kimmich was more than happy to step up. Never shying away from a challenge, simply wanting to be involved however he can. When I think about Josua Kimmich, I see a 22-year-old kid who's displaying many of the traits needed to become Bayern's next captain. I see him on the pitch after holding onto a draw against Borussia Dortmund in 2016. In that now infamous scene, he's seemingly getting scolded by Pep Guardiola for holding the wrong position for the last three minutes of the match. Guardiola told him he needed to be in front of the defensive line because the team lost control in the final stages of the game, but that he was otherwise fantastic. When I look at Josua Kimmich, it's seven years later and I see a 28-year-old man who I think has had his best years wasted. And I say this despite the countless trophies and successes he's had. Eight consecutive league titles, six DFL Super Cups, three domestic cup wins, a Champions League, a UEFA Super Cup, Club World Cup. From his first season, he was far from a passenger in these teams. 40 goals, 99 assists, third choice captain behind Manuel Neuer and Thomas Muller. Are these the achievements of an underachiever? But I still can't help but feel that there should be more. If not in terms of trophies, then maybe in something slightly more intangible. Maybe it's a curse of being so good and so prominent from such a young age that whatever he achieves simply doesn't feel enough, much in the same way people talk about Wayne Rooney. This feeling that Kimmich has underachieved is a feeling that's been growing in the last few seasons, but it's really been amplified since the start of this year. I read a quote attributed to Johan Cruyff recently that was, playing football is simple, but playing simple football is the hardest thing there is. I don't think a turn of phrase has ever been more apt for a player than this. Looking back to when Julian Nagelsmann took over, there are reports that stated Kimmich was his go-to guy. Being the main man seemed like a logical step in his maturity as a player. His contract extension and subsequent pay rise in 2021 all made sense. 
He was mid-twenties and Bayern had a new manager who was set to carry the team forward for the next five plus years, with Kimmich right in the middle of it all. But then that didn't happen. But it's hard to say whose fault that is, because pinning shortcomings and bad performances solely on Kimmich neglects wider issues at the club. The midfield has been Bayern's weakness for the last three years, but at no point has it looked like the club were actively trying to address it, and it's not really clear as to why it's been neglected. Players have been bought, but none of them offer what is clearly lacking. The general belief is that since Thiago left in 2020, Bayern's midfield has been their biggest weakness, and it suffered as a result of poor recruitment and squad planning. Mark Rocker, Thiago Dantas, Marcel Sabitzer, Ryan Gravenberg, Konrad Leimer, all of the midfielders bought in after Thiago left, and none of them with a similar profile. Really only Rocker has a shout for being the most appropriate signing, being a nominal defensive midfielder. 974 minutes from 24 games in two seasons suggests that this maybe isn't the case. The total spent on these midfielders in the last three years, 42 million euros. For context, this is how much Bayern spent on Corentin Tolisso, who was, by most measurements, one person, and was bought in when you could quite easily argue that he wasn't all that needed. There are a few questions to ask here. The first is, why have Bayern been so frugal with midfield purchases for the past three years, when six years ago they spent the same figure on one player? The other question is simply, why have Bayern continued to buy the wrong profiles year after year? That looked like it started to change this summer though when attention turned to Declan Rice. After Thomas Tuchel had stated his desire for a different profile in midfield, Rice was the name being mentioned the most. Whether you would call him a defensive midfielder or not, the fact is he is different to what was already at the club. Then efforts for João Paulinho started to pick up steam. After these reports started to circulate, there seemed to be a bit of a cloud over Kimmich, because while the coach was publicly calling for a defensive midfielder, or a six, Kimmich responded with, I'm a six. And honestly, I get it. He does have many of the trademark abilities associated with a holding midfielder. He's aggressive, he has an excellent passing range, and for a player who always wants to be in the middle of the action, that is the position for him. For better or worse, I understand it. When I look at Kimmich, I can't help but think that some of the issues that we're seeing mirror those of Harry Maguire. I should be specific. Harry Maguire is, by all accounts, good enough to play for a team like Manchester United, but is he good enough to be the guy? He was Manchester United's answer to Virgil van Dijk, a player who arrives and almost instantly offers leadership, stability, direction, the captaincy without the armband. But I've often felt that Maguire feels a need to be seen doing more. Not a need to do more, or even a need to do the right amount, but just be seen at least attempting it. There's one clip in particular I think of when I think of Harry Maguire. It involves him pulling his own teammate down in the penalty area before conceding to Spurs. If you've seen this clip, you'll know, the optics on it aren't great, but if I look at it without the view of Maguire's reputation, I kind of get it. I don't understand why he thought pulling Luke Shaw down just before he made a tackle would work, but the idea of it, the principle of what that represents, that I understand. There's another clip, this time of Kaladu Koulibaly playing for Napoli against PSG. In trying to defend Kylian Mbappe, Koulibaly forcefully pushes Mario Rui in an effort to get his teammate closer to Mbappe. This particular action often gets lauded for Koulibaly's commitment to the cause. Look at him, a defensive machine, literally and metaphorically pushing his teammates to do more. 
When Koulibaly did it, it was impressive and he was celebrated for his drive. Mario Rui was the one that was pushed, but it was Koulibaly who did it. Stripped back, these are fundamentally the same things, just with wildly different results. What I mean by the same thing is that a defender is seen to go above what would typically be expected of them. Maguire was looking to go beyond being seen as a defender, and rather someone who went beyond his own defensive duties, instead outsourcing them to an unsuspecting Luke Shaw. Kimmich hasn't done this exact thing, but that principle is there. This concept of wanting to either do the most, or be seen doing the most. It often seems that there's this need for him to be involved perhaps more than he needs to be because that's what's expected of him, taking every corner despite many struggling to beat their first man, being the first to receive a pass from the keeper despite opponents pressing him almost instantly nearly every game. If we take his last two games, Kimmich gave away a penalty for Galatasaray after a reckless challenge on Mario Icardi, and then against Darmstadt, he got sent off within three minutes. Sometimes you can look at a wider picture and say, okay, maybe this was an unfair decision here, or maybe someone else could have been covering there. For both of these situations, Kimmich was in a bad position and he paid the price. No one else to blame, no one else to shoulder that burden. But therein lies his biggest problem. No one else shoulders the burden and it's resulting in poor performances. By being a one-man double pivot who does it all and involving himself across the pitch, Kimmich is actually limiting himself. His involvement early in the build-up takes him away from delivering effectively in the final phase where he's able to decide games. That is the intangible thing. Since his permanent move to midfield, Joshua Kimmich has scored winning goals. He's got assists for winning goals. But for someone of his ability and his determination and his brilliance, is it greedy to have expected more of them? I don't think I'm alone in saying that the Kimmich that I want to see for Bayern is one that delivers a perfect cross from the right channel, progressing into that final third, getting assist after assist. The Kimmich that collects the ball from the keeper, turns to face the pitch and is far away from his best area, needs to change. Fundamentally, Kimmich needs to let go of the I'm a six mentality and overcomplicating his game, and instead focus on getting back to basics. Johan Cruyff said that playing simple football is the hardest thing there is, but that is why Bayern fans took to Kimmich so quickly. He never shies away from a challenge. I don't know what the future looks like for Kimmich. Rumours of a move away from the club seem to be ramping up, constant reports linking him to Barcelona don't seem to be dying down. Realistically, Bayern will probably look to begin contract negotiations sometime in the new year, and there is still a good chance that he will stay. But as for what the future of Bayern's midfield looks like, I don't know. I've spoken before about how intrigued I am at the idea of Nicholas Dorsch returning to Bayern at the base of a midfield trio, along with Kimmich and Jamal Musiala, but that almost certainly won't happen. Bayern still seem to be linked with João Paulinha from Fulham, who they missed out on by minutes earlier in the season. After the failed move, Paulinha signed an extension, so a transfer for him, while useful, may be too expensive. A more cost-effective option could be Mats Weyfer from Feyenoord. Regardless, Bayern need to address this issue, and they need to find someone who can play as a six, because they have sorely lacked one for the past three years. Just don't tell that to Joshua Kimmich.